What's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shard Dangerous. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we are back with another episode of Wave, Wave of, of the, the Planet. Planet. We're going to start off how we usually do. How has your week been? Uh, my week's actually been pretty dang good. As you know, I'm a pretty avid Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. And um, No spoilers, please, because I haven't watched it yet. Well, good thing that I do have a story about Game of Thrones that is a spoiler, so I'll just put a spoiler alert, and I guess I'll tell you to turn off your headphones. I don't know. That definitely uh, will work. <laughs> But, um, you know, it was actually really good because we Sunday we had uh, Tiger Woods won the Masters. Yeah, we did. We'll talk about that for sports news. Um, of course, you know, Game of Thrones. And then also, I think I might be wrong, but wasn't there Coachella as well? Uh, yeah, I think that one Coachella thing was this weekend or something yeah, I think like that's that. a thing. Like, isn't that like a, I don't know, I think they play music or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But, uh. man, I just know um, for me, all at the same time, was the Rockets game, the <laughs> Game of Thrones, and those were at the same exact time. And then Coachella kind of ran over with the golf. So I was yeah. like, I had to pick and choose. So I did not watch Coachella. I don't know. Did you? End up? No. But I do know, uh, I do know it's was good. I know there was a couple different issues with it. I know that some artists had some technical difficulties, and we'll get into that as well. But, yeah, for sure. You know, for the most part, like, that was me. Other than that, I uh, worked every single day, and then I did a little bit of cleaning of the house. Love that. That's my usual weekend. So, you know, you know, like, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> living a dream, but it's someone else's. Exactly. That's, adulting is fun. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. How about you? What was your weekend? I'll talk a little bit about my weekend. Um, later on, I went to, oh, I said one and a half Rangers games this weekend. Um, I went to some Rangers games this weekend. I ended up having the whole weekend off, which I wasn't expecting, but I, you know, made light of it. Also, um, I don't know. I'm kind of starting to, I went to this really great lecture on Friday. Um, I'll talk about that later on with sports news as well, but I'm start, I'm feeling really good this week. Last week, I wasn't feeling bad. I was just kind of like... I don't know, kind of in that slump of like, oh, there's so much stuff to do and so little time and all this. And this week I'm feeling more like, all right, I got stuff to do. Let's get let's hit the ground running. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling good. Uh, graduation counter. It's at like 26 days, something like that. And that's crazy to me. But last week I was like real anxious about that. And now I'm feeling like more excited and like ready. So. I'm I'm really excited. Honestly, I'm feeling good. Um, you know, we always have our songs of the week. Uh, what is what is yours, Bop? Okay. Uh, so y'all probably have never heard of this song, but it's uh it's by Lil Nas X, and it's called uh, Old, Old Town Road. And um, yeah, it's a new song, so you probably haven't heard it. It's a real meme song. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't and... know if anyone knows what song this is. It's not like it's on the Billboard Hot 100. It came out of nowhere, and I just. I don't know why I like it so much, but heck, I do. And I know I they too. they ended up doing a version with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. As... I don't prefer that version, but I like the song. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a listen to Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse. Ha, you can whip your horse. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me. 
And, uh, you know, I, I don't know why, but I love this song. And Here's the thing about this song. It's 100% a meme song. Like, when he put it out, he was serious. But, like, instantly this became a meme on TikTok where people would, like, literally, they would, like, just, like, dress however they wanted and, like, like just, like, stand in front of the mirror and just, like, have on whatever. And then as soon as this part came on, they would just, like, be standing in the mirror, right? Just, like, showing a pic, whatever. And then as soon as it went, I got, I got the horses, horses in the back. back. They would, like, jump up and then, like, land and, like, be in cowboy gear and stuff. And it was so funny. And it was just a meme trend that went off. And it, it's on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. As we said earlier, Billy Ray Cyrus uh, is on the remix. Also, it gives me the, this really fun Red Dead Red Dead. Redemption, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, is the like visual. Like he did a music video to it, and like I don't know how many views it had back then, but literally now it's at forty two point seven million views. And it's not the music video; it's literally just a like a visual of them playing Red Dead Two. But it like would match for the song. It's crazy, but yeah. And then. His Billy Ray remix has 44 million views. I'm gonna be honest, the Billy Ray remix isn't my favorite version. Well, we we were there's another song that's similar or not so much similar, but kind of like meaning. <laughs> yeah, kind of like it, and it, it's called Yep. Who's yeah. it by? It's, uh, it's by uh, Fly Rich Double. And, and so I just remember like comics. I in the comments section, they're like Lil Nas X, uh, Fly Rich Double needs a pair up, please. Yeah. By the way, if you're going to listen, it's called Yup on my tractor. If you're going to listen to that song, be aware that it's a parody. It's a bunch of black guys and they're kind of like making fun of Southern ranchers and all that. So just, you know, listen to the lyrics. Don't listen with your parents. But it's hilarious. One of my friends showed me a couple months ago and I added it to my playlist and I listened to it way more than I should. Um, (laughs) Like it comes on and I just start jamming in the car. But yeah, Old Town Road. So... It's catching on. It's memey, dude. I just, I guess we just love the memes. I don't know. Yeah. But our generation really does. What about you, Shorty? What's going to be your song of the week this week? All right. Well, this song I recently discovered. Um, it not like it's a song that was on an album that I used to listen to, but I didn't listen to every song from the album. This was just an album that a lot of the songs related to me, and I listened to them. A lot of songs from this album actually helped me through a hard time, so that was cool. Um, but I was on a friend's playlist, and I was listening, and I heard this song, and I, like, saved it. And I was like, oh, I like this one a lot. And so I, like, put it in, like, my new April Vibes playlist, and, like, I've been listening to it a lot. And, like, today I've been just jamming it all day. Um, it's by Love, and it's called Easy Love. I could be So yeah, that's called Easy Love by Love, and it's um it's from the album I Met You When I Was 18, and this album is so emotional, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely feel that, like, very melodic, very, like, vibey. Yeah, right? 
you can definitely sense where they're kind of going through with that. So. Yeah, it's just good stuff. I really like it. So what all are we going to cover today? So we got a little bit about um, U- Universal Music Quarterly based on their streaming. We got a little bit on the European copyright reforms. Um, a little bit of feud between songwriters and streaming uh, primarily Spotify and a little bit on Coachella, of course. And then, like I had said, I got a fun little f- snippet or fact of the new Game of Thrones. Okay. And then I've got some stuff about Robert. Um, I've also going to have, you know, I'm going to talk about, we always do sports. I'm going to talk about kind of uh, my thing and how it went this weekend. And then uh, I think we're pretty much going to go from there. All right, well, we're going to hop into it, and I'm going to go over the Universal Music Quarterly earnings total $1.7 billion as streaming jumped 28%. So as it continues the efforts to open its share capitals to possible partners, Universal Music Group announced on Monday that another blockbuster quarterly earnings raking in $1.7 billion at the current exchange rate, and that through the end of March, a nearly 19% jump at a constant currency compared to the same period last year. Which, I mean, that doesn't come as surprising um, that streaming is going up because it's so easily readily available. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me too much. Plus, they're adding, like, the apps and stuff into new newer vehicles. Uh, but UMG's recorded music division accounted for $1.36 billion of total of tally with lion's share. Uh, unsurprisingly, they owed for streaming, which saw the revenues rocket 28.1% with $832.7 million for the quarter. So uh, basically, they're up $218 million from last uh, quarter. Just from um, their... Wow. Uh, that's just from streaming alone. So uh, overall, the record music enjoyed a 19.2% increase compared to 2018's quarter. And uh, big sellers included new releases from, uh, no surprising here, but Ariana Grande, uh, Grandy, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Grandy. <laughs> Billy Eilish, uh, Japanese band back number, and uh, continued sales of albums with movie tie-ins, such as A Star is Born, Soundtrack, and various Queen albums. From the Bohemian Rhapsody, which yeah. obviously doesn't surprise me at all. Me neither. So, I mean, all these giant tracks, uh, these big artists, these uh, big movie, um, basically, yeah, basically helped them jump. And that doesn't surprise me. Like, we saw Queen resurface on the number one after, uh, what was it, 20-something years, uh, which doesn't really surprise me that it happened again after Bohemian Rhapsody. And, of course, you know... Me neither. The, um, I mean, heck, they even got a Grammy for uh, A Star is Born. Yeah. So, I mean, again, doesn't really surprise me. Um, so, additionally, uh, the artists occupied the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for 12 out of 13 weeks during this quarter. So, I, they did very good um, through their streaming platforms. Kind of talk a little bit more about that. Um, definitely because, as we've talked, a lot of the artists from their streams, they don't get that much money from their streams. Yeah. So, there's a little thing going on with the, uh, well, I shouldn't say little, but there's a thing going on with songwriters are not being treated fairly. Uh, Nile Rodgers is on the streaming present and the future. If you don't know Nile Rodgers, he is uh, the chairman of the Songwriter Association. Um, so, earlier this week, a large group of successful songwriters sent Daniel Eck, the uh, co-founder and chief executive officer of Spotify, a short and pointed letter in which they wrote of being hurt and disappointed and accusing Spotify of having used 
us and tried to divide us. And in order to understand what they meant by this letter, we need to go back to early February. Um, but it was an important decision that arrived around what would see songwriters' royalties from streaming services increase dramatically over the next five years. But Spotify and several other music streaming services, except for Apple Music, then began appealing that decision. Thus, the letter, which uh, when asked by NPR, Spotify declined to comment on. So... I know we had talked about it. Like I said, we talked about it in February that they were going to increase it. And it seems like all, almost all of the streaming platforms other than Apple have decided to try to repeal that, yeah. try to get away from that. So immediately after the appeal was filed, Spotify was roundly uh, derided and accused of suing songwriters. The National Music Publishers Association, which represents the companies that manage songwriters' business interests, represent... Um, Represents the companies that manage songwriters' business interests and er, and scathingly observed that no amount of insincere and hollow public relations gestures such as throwing parties or buying billboards of congratulations or naming songwriters geniuses can hide the fact that these big tech bullies do not respect or value the songwriters who make their business possible. And it is a characterization which Spotify disagreed on and tried to explain anyway. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know how they're going to try to spin that. Basically, after they put all these strides into trying to make um, make it better, the streaming industry better for artists. But, yeah. Um, but kinda, is it really making it better? See, basically what they're trying to say is that they get the – they're throwing parties for them. They're buying billboards for congratulations or na- naming them geniuses and adding their own little thing on their – I guess their platform, and that is what they are saying is like the same, I guess, as yeah. them getting their increase. Who's like, well, we're spending the same amount of money, so, but uh, you know, that's kind of like, yeah, you're spending that money that has the artist on him, but you still have Slap's Spotify logo on there. Yeah, it's still publicizing your events, like it's still yours, not so much for them. So I definitely understand where they're coming from on that, and. Um, it's just, I don't know, like, we've talked, like, we're pretty pretty for the artists. We're against yeah. the big business trying to take away. Definitely uh, definitely when it comes to, like, indie artists. Because Especially, they only get, yeah. Th- because they get, like, p- fractions of pennies per spin. Yeah. So, and it, it's just, I definitely see where they're coming from. Because, you know, these artists are what makes these companies. They are what make them worth it. Because, like, you think about it. Spotify never had like any of the big name artists you probably wouldn't use it yeah so well and that's the difference between well no I guess not because Spotify isn't um like a label or anything mm-mm. But well they all oh, but they were talking about like the letting indies. indie artists yeah. get on and we'll see so I'm looking at jobs and stuff now and one of the jobs that I was looking at is like a freelance uh, sports writer mm-hmm. and so a freelance sports writer they're like, this one company is like, you know, we'll hire you to do freelance sports work. You submit your articles. We'll post them, you know, after uh, once approval, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And so I'm looking at it and it's like, I was like looking at the pay because I'm like, you know, that's going to be important right. to me, especially starting up new. Like, I don't want to get a job where I have to worry about commission right now because I need something steady to make sure I can, you right. know. Definitely since you're moving, you're like yeah. picking up your life. Just starting, starting out, yeah. you know, and then I can, you know, once I'm good and like stable and stuff like that. Um, but it's like we give you $10 for every 10,000 page views. And I'm like, 
is that for an app that hasn't even started yet like that's not a lot to me i don't think anyways i mean you could make bots that would do it for you i mean make you, know, you bank it's illegal but yeah i could until they figure it out <laughs> 100% i could be illegal but i could do it um but i don't know it just like puts things in their perspective like i understand how these artists you know yeah. deal or don't deal I, so i just think it's kind of silly and i uh, kudos to apple for not going back on what they said not trying to appeal it yeah also, though, you're so warm. Kudos not to Apple because, um, well, here's the thing. So Apple and Spotify, you know, they're like, they're the, the, the top dogs when it comes to streaming. I mean, music and stuff you know, like prime that. audio, but, you know, I digress. Well, yeah, that too. But you know what I mean? Like, the competition's pretty much between them two. Well, Spotify put out a video a couple weeks ago, and basically it was talking about how Apple... Uh, needs to let level the playing field mm. because you got to think of like Apple itself is everything now. Like they're a streaming service, they're a brand of phone. They're like the App Store is owned by Apple. Like everything that comes on your Apple device is owned by Apple. And so like, and I've even noticed like sometimes like you know you can talk to Siri whatever. I have an iPhone. You like ask Siri to play a certain song. And if you don't have it on your iTunes, she won't play it. Really? Yeah, and that's because Apple won't enable Spotify to be like your. That's silly. So like, so yeah, so even like when my Bluetooth connects to my car, and um, I don't have um, any, I wasn't playing any music before. Like none of my music apps are open. It'll automatically play my iTunes. Like it won't let Spotify be the default. Hmm. And they're like, Spotify literally was just like Apple, like. Even the playing field. See, this Let is why people I, choose when they have a choice. See, this is why I have an Android and I have Alexa is <laughs> enabled. It's mine. And, um, well, first of all, kind of like she was saying, Amazon has their own. They have their own streaming service. They have their own video service. They have their own app where you can download stuff. But it still allows you to use Apple Music, Spotify, uh, you TuneIn. Can, wait, you can get Apple Music on your phone? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I mean, it's a ported app, but yeah. Oh, well, interesting. They, I mean, they wouldn't turn down extra money. No, of course. Well, and that's the thing. Spotify was like, make it a, p- a fair playing field so that we can really see who people will choose. Yeah. See, that's because like I love the Apple platform. I love my iPhone. I just think it's easy when it comes to transferring things, and I just think it's easy that I can have all of my stuff in one place. But like, um, sometimes I yeah, I'm like, I wish Spotify would be my default because it's yeah. what I listen to more. Or I wish Spotify would buy Apple. Or not Apple. I was like, they don't have enough money I was for like, that. Uh, I think like, it would be the other way around. <laughs> buy like iTunes or something. Buy Apple Music. Apple oh, Music, just... I don't want to say they're going bankrupt. We don't have any stories to corroborate that. But I think that they, um, they're probably losing more money than whatchamacallit. Spotify? Yeah. See, Spotify's uh, probably making more money. Like we talk about all these different platforms and I like, I, I use Spotify. Um, but my primary one is Amazon Music because I have Amazon Prime and it comes free with it. So, and I mean, if you're a student, you can use Student Prime, which is like sixty dollars a year. I want to say for what for Amazon? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I have it and I use it's like fifty. It ends up coming out yeah. like fifty nine something bucks. Yeah, but that's but for then, a year, and you get Amazon free Video, Amazon you get, uh, shipping, Prime shipping. Prime, yeah, you get student shipping. discounts. You get um. 
the you get the audible the audiobooks like there's so much and see i don't even use most of that stuff neither do i and that's why it's kind of fun uh i was talking to lance earlier we were talking about audiobooks he used, he said he he was um listening to the harry potters so i was like huh that's fun because like i know i have something through amazon he's like yeah it's audible and i look up i was like man there's a bunch of good books for that are for free using if you have your amazon prime and i was like man this is pretty cool so i think like my like i said so my favorite is definitely amazon music mm-hmm. but that's because i can put amazon music on any platform like apple you can download it because it's technically like an app hmm. so you can download like the, your amazon app whatever you need from there and you can or you can just get on the website you know use it from your phone or safari yeah but you can't do that with apple music on other you have to do like a lot of steps just to get it we'll see but that's the thing though i don't want apple i don't want or not i don't want apple music but it's like I don't know. I like the ease and convenience of my phone and of Apple Music and of Apple products because it's just all there in one place. Yeah, because they all sync. But I do, however, not like that I can't make Spotify my default. Not that. Yeah, they definitely have like an iron grip on everything because like like my phone, I can go to my settings. I can change whatever default I want. I could add and do whatever I want while while Apple's like, nah, you're using Apple only. That's your primary. Nothing else you can do about it. And it's like... I don't know. They're making so much money that it. I don't know. I want. I want to look that up and see like how much money Apple Music is making versus Spotify. Hmm. Because I feel like Apple Music is probably making more money, but I also I don't want to. But doesn't Apple also have like some big name exclusives as well? Spotify does too, though. Well, that's true. But and so none of them have Tool. I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> no, they didn't sell. Well, it's just like ACDC. They um, they weren't streaming any of their music. You could only, because they were only selling it in CDs. And I think it was only at Walmart, I want to say. Hmm. Um, but that was like, that was, I don't know, six years ago or so. But um, I don't know. I, I don't think, and I kind of talked to Jake about this, like the whole exclusiveness on things. Uh, should just be on, they should be able to rent, all platforms should be able to get their music. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to have, oh, I want to listen to this, but it's only on Apple Music, or I want to listen to this, but it's only on Spotify. Or you can just go for broke and just get YouTube Red, their premium YouTube. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't want to pay for YouTube Red either. I'm, in my head, I just pay for so many things already that it's just like whatever. I, yeah. I, you know. What's another thing? Like my Amazon Prime, I added CBSL Access, then I added on HBO, I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I'm well, like, eh. well, what I will say about Spotify, though, is one of the reasons that I do like it more is because I think it's more personal. Like, mm-hmm. it'll make it'll give you like six playlists every day of like stuff yeah. that you listen to, like depending on like your mood, like what do you want to go to today? And then um, also, if you have premium, which I do, mm-hmm. you get um, it's like six bucks or something like that. I think it's with the student discount. So I have premium with a student discount that's like six bucks a month or something and like that. And you get Hulu. And so, and then it gives you Hulu free with commercials, which I'm totally fine with. And then and it also gives you Showtime. Showtime, that's it, yeah. And I'm like, that's dope because I had Hulu and I had Spotify premium. So I was paying, what, like 12 bucks a month for Spotify premium. And then I was paying like 12 bucks a month for Hulu. Mm-hmm. So that whole 20, that 20 bucks went down to five. 
And then I had, um, I still pay for Netflix, but, and I'm a grown adult. Like my parents don't pay for my Netflix. I pay for, I pay for the Netflix that my mom has an account on. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't pay for Netflix or Hulu. My girlfriend pays for Hulu mm-hmm. and then her parents play for Netflix, but I pay for Prime and yeah. HBO and CBS. Yeah. And so it kind of, it evens out. But I mean, I just recently got HBO and that's simply to watch Game of Thrones because I knew it was finally coming out after 595 days of waiting for the name episode. Yeah, see, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'll watch it eventually. But, uh, well, uh, you can't spoil it for me right now. Well, you're, it's going to get that. It's, it, you've, had, you've had so much time. I, I just don't want to watch it yet. <laughs> I... You just want to wait until it's all out so you can just yes. sit down and binge it? Yes. Yeah, that's basically what I did. I exactly what I want to do. Okay, okay. But I digress. I still think... I knew uh, you were going to say I digress. I knew <laughs> it. I should have put money on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of... I just... I think it's kind of crappy that they're trying to appeal at. And it's weird because I didn't really see that much or hear anything about them appealing that until I saw that Nile Rogers was going against it. So I didn't even know that even happened. So it's kind of... Me neither. So it's one of those things that kind of got... I don't know, uh, drop to the bottom of the barrel when it comes to, like, news, I guess. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, I think that's pretty big that all others except for Apple went back on that. And I think, honestly, I'll give Apple that. It's a good move. I also think that it's kind of a move for them to be like, all right, we need to, you know, we need to get some some people in our favor. So let's go ahead and keep keep our word but i'm glad that they're keeping their word so well to stay in in line with like the law side and different stuff going on different rules and regulations we got the european copyright reforms uh they clear their final hurdle at the eu before heading back to the member states so this is basically because of brexit i want to say i got a bunch of different stuff going on the european union's move to overhaul the copyright law and update it for the online age got a final seal of approval from the european governments on monday the european commission the eu's executive body approved the new legislation passed by the european parliament last month and that will uh, make online platforms liable for copyright infringement on their sites and force google Facebook and their ilk to pay publishers for new snippets they post online, which I'm I'm totally down for, and I agree with that. Is if you're taking their work and on these major social platforms, they should definitely get paid for it. So oh, I remember when we talked about this the last time, and we it, didn't know if it was going to pass or not. But, but it's it was... finally on its final hurdle, so we'll see if it does get enacted. Okay. But 19 countries representing the majority of the European Union uh, population, including France, Germany, endorsed the overhaul. But several, including Finland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Poland, and Sweden, voted against the legislation, um, which is actually very interesting to me because a lot of these, I feel like. Um, are major where they have a lot of stories, a lot of historical background, a lot of musical stuff that come from that. I feel like they would be able to capitalize on and get a lot yeah. of, but okay. Uh, the new copyright law has been on the battleground for the past two years with internet rights, activists, and tech giants opposing the legislation and groups representing the artists and large publishers broadly in favor, which that's, that's no surprise. It's just going to be, uh, it's going to be the, big corporation versus against the artists and publishers which that's the whole point yeah. is that they get their due yeah because basically i mean and we kind of talked about this this is basically you wouldn't you wouldn't download a car like we talked about those yeah <laughs> commercials even though they were using uh pirated illegal 
music in that yeah. anti-piracy ad. So it's kind of like, whatever. But under the new rules, Google and other online platforms will have to sign licensing agreements with musicians, performers, authors, news publishers, and journalists to use their work online, which is a no-brainer in my opinion. I mean, if you're going to be using their stories, their work, you might as well get pay them. Yeah, exactly. Definitely if you're making money off of it. That's how I say it. it. It's one thing if you're going to share the news or share these songs and just out of pure like, hey, guys, check this out. It's interesting compared to I'm making money off of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because one one I feel like is just showing that you support that person while the other one's kind of like, <laughs> I'm going to make money off of you. So. While the legislation does not explicitly state so, it is widely assumed that to conform with the law, online platforms will have to install filters to prevent users from uploading copyrighted material, and opponents say that this is technically impossible and will lead to widespread censorship. See, but we had already, uh, we basically already seen this in our YouTube, because YouTube had done all this. I know they came out with the, the YouTube kid, or like child or whatever. The yes, they do have... Um... If they, I don't know if it's kids zone, but I know it's a fil- I think it's a filter that you can put on YouTube mm-hmm. because we even notice how like if we're not signed in, like when you get on YouTube and you're gonna certain videos, like you have to confirm your age right. first. You have to sign in to confirm your age. Um, Netflix does it too. They have like a kids, um, like an actual kids that, account. Yeah, that they can only watch like watch certain yeah. stuff on, and then I think you can also censor you can like go into the settings yeah you can go into the settings and edit it to where um they can't see mature content so 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 this is basically like big business saying oh no that it'd be impossible you can't do that it's but but, it's been done yeah but we've seen it done with youtube because they regularly screen through like Mm -hmm. uh you see all the time you go up there watch a watch a music video watch a music or listen to a song and you've been listening it for I don't know, for a while mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you get on and it's it's not there anymore copy or it's still there but it's all this audio is gone because it's been copyright infringement yeah i mean i don't see certain stuff is like that where you can't upload it it won't let you upload it yeah. because of music and copyright laws i think so. the only way like you have to do extensive um like uh, got to give them credit and all this you got to do like yeah. s- there's something but the point is like that's that's a no-brainer to me <laughs> yeah it's kind of like give credit where credit is due this is just like the man versus the people on this one like yeah but uh the new copyright directives now go to the european countries and individual parliaments which have two years to write it into their national laws so uh the impala which represents independent music companies across europe praised the directive's final passage and said it would continue to work with its members as it heads back to individual parliaments it is a long road, and we would like to thank everyone who has contributed to the discussion, said Impala Executive Chair Helen Smith. As a result, we now have a balanced text that sets a precedent for the rest of the world to follow by putting citizens and creators at the heart of the reform and introducing clear rules for online platforms. By adopting this landmark text, the EU has proved itself a leader in terms of delivering a fair, open, and sustainable Internet. The text clarifies the positions of platforms building on European case law and is a first of its kind and sets an example for other countries across the globe, which I 100% support. Like, I don't see why it's such an issue that content creators are wanting to get credit where credit is due yeah. and then get paid if they're making money off of it. Yeah. Which is, I just feel like is a normal practice, like, you know? Yeah. 
It's like a, okay. basically like royalties and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, getting credit for the things that you've done. I don't see an issue with it. But uh, we're I'm gonna shift a little bit into our Coachella. Ooh, Coachella. So I, I told you there was a little bit of technical difficulties at Coachella. Let well, me guess, was it with the homie Nicki Minaj? Um, it was one with Nicki Minaj. There was actually, I believe, like seven different artists. There was Lizzo. Uh, oh, I love Lizzo. Nicki Minaj, Vince Staples, Diddy, uh, Mace, Ariana Grande, and Billie Eilish all had issues no. on their sets. So, but there's a one one more artist that I left out on that, and I'm actually going to get that into right now. It's uh, Ariana Grande led a surprise and sync reunion at Coachella. So the title is Thank You Next, in sync. Um, last night, April 14th, Ariana Grande uh, cast a spell over the audiences with her microphone, a musician's wand at Coachella during her headlining set. She intertwined the music of yesterday and today when she brought out NSYNC during her set for Reunion for ages. Using her own song, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, as the bridge, she embraced the 90s heartthrobs in a performance bursting with the kind of nostalgic splendor that brings tear after salty tear. So I've um, this is going from Ariana Grande. She goes, I've been rehearsing my entire life for this moment, she announced to deafening crowds for, from crowd. Uh, Coachella, NSYNC, Grande announced as four of the five members stormed the stage. Grande weaved them into her set expertly. She performed her Thank You Next hit, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, which samples the band's 2000 hit, It Makes Me Ill. They then came around the announcement. The stage took over that they took the audience back in time 19 years with early aughts of choreography, of sharp movements, and sharper facial expressions. After a performance of Tearing Up My Heart, the band exited, not before saying, Coachella, this has been a dream of ours. And Grandy was equally stunned. She says, I can die now. She breathed into her mic. She's like fangirling up there, which, I mean, rightfully so. I'd probably do the same thing in her situation. Honestly. But the. Same. NSYNC was the talk of the town, but they weren't the only guests that Grandy brought to the stage. Nicki Minaj came on later to perform Side to Side and Bang Bang, although reported technical difficulties marred this chapter of the set. Grandy A lot of people said that her technical difficulties were Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it was Cardi B, she did it. <laughs> Just hearing her in the background. <laughs> oh, crrr. <laughs> So, <laughs> Grandy rounded out her time by bringing out Diddy and Maze for the trio performance of Mo Money, Mo Problems. This flashy yeah. throwback to the 90s ended with Diddy giving special shout-outs to Biggie, Tupac, and Mac Miller. Grandy is heading back out on the road for her Sweetener World Tour after her additional performance in this upcoming weekend at Coachella. Yeah. So, hopefully they'll... Uh, I'm actually curious. Is it going to be the same kind of set, or are they going to change it? Or I don't know. are they at least going to fix all the technical difficulties of it? I think so. I know um, a lot of the technical difficulties were sound. That's what happened with Nikki. Like, her mic wasn't working. Um, I always think that, you know, I'm not going to go to Coachella because... Um, That's expensive. It's expensive. It's money I don't have. I feel like the only people who actually go to Coachella... Um, are people who are doing who are going for free because they're being promoted. So, like, I don't, I don't know. That's just how I feel. So now, don't get me wrong. If I were to submit a press pass and they said, "All right, I'm oh, I would definitely go." I pay for my own flight, but like, I really feel like the only people who go are actually people who are like 
who they give tickets to and their influencers because like because you know they're gonna post so many pictures and stuff about it also i would never go to the first weekend of coachella i think that like that's what coachella's kind of like evolved into is just this spectacle it's influencer fest that's really all it is at this point i don't I I don't know. I'm the kind of person who, if I'm going to go to a music festival, I'm going to go for the music. That's why I'm not necessarily really want to go to LJT because like it's not about <laughs> the music, and that's fine. But like, you know what I mean. So, but See, the thing is, is it's like I I wouldn't ever go on the first weekend just because because it's two weekends. Yeah. Um, just like AT, or um, Austin City Limits. Yeah, and so the first weekend is like. When all the kinks are getting, like, yeah. you know, worked out and stuff. So, of course, there's going to be technical difficulties. But you're going to hear so – there's going to be so many posts and stuff about next week, too, and how great it went and blah, blah, blah. So – but then again, I'm probably never going to go to Coachella, and I've come to, like – I'm gonna, I'm okay with that. I think it's kind of funny because we see, like, the Coachella culture – and basically, that's what allowed the Firefest to even be what it is. Yeah, that's what allowed Firefest to get as far as it almost kind of sort of did. Because a bunch of rich people are like, mm, I like Coachella and all, but it's not cush enough. I need yeah. like something more extravagant. I need it like on an island. I need something better. And we can go swimming with the pigs. Oh my god. Oh my god, Ronnie. But anyways. <laughs> I'm, I'll probably never go to Coachella as well. I mean, that's... Honestly, if I went, like... If I, how much is a ticket? I just feel like it's so. I feel like even general admission is uh, probably overpriced. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's for sure overpriced. But also, here's the thing: I appreciate music festivals like Mm -hmm. this because, like, Warp Tour. Because I don't know, my ticket to Warp Tour was probably like a hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah, but But like for all of the bands that I saw, that's a great price. See, well, one big thing, like, one thing I have against Coachella is their whole umbrella, um, uh, or what is it? What do they call it? Agreement, I guess, that you have to have with all the artists that they're not allowed to play with any festivals or any other place around, like, a 280-mile diameter. They're not? Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that. And it's just, I don't know. I think that's kind of, it just kills the other festivals. I guess that's why just having it where it is is why it's such a major thing because it's the only festival in that area to where they can have all these artists. Because, you know, all the good artists are going to definitely sign up wanting to play at Coachella. For but, sure. But you got to think of all the other festivals in the area within the 300-mile radius. Well, you know? here's the thing. I did not know this, and... A VIP pass is $1,000. Ooh, and it's what, two-day? Yeah, but here's the thing. I would I would do it. I would, no, no, no. I would definitely, Ooh. this would be one of those things where, like, I'm, like, three years from now, I'm, like, okay, three years from now, I'm going to go to Coachella because I'm, so I'm going to yeah, start saving up Yeah, maybe if we had, like, the income. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I would just start putting money away every month, like, I'm going to Coachella. Uh, but don't like, get me wrong. Like, if I go to anything, any, like, I don't know, if I want to go to any, Festival, I like Astro World. You know, if we come back with another Astro World, I'm definitely gonna get the. I, I'm definitely gonna splurge and get me the VIP package. Well, yeah, yeah, because that's a VIP package is a thousand bucks. This is just a regular like weekend two pass, and then for the parking shuttles too, and that's five hundred, which is a lot of money for sure. But oh, like, that's just general admission, basically. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd pay. The I extra. would like. I don't know. I that's not. 
as bad as Wait, I thought it was. General would be. admission, five hundred dollars with a parking pass. Okay, but here's the thing though. That here's is the wild. Thing. Yeah, it's it's wild for sure. Heck, the seven day ticket to LJT VIP is like like two hundred, three hundred dollars. Okay, but LJT, the whole point of that is to just get drunk and then like get a beer shower on you on yeah, Saturday and? night. What's Coachella? Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, to Wait, see Coachella's childish... all about taking your pictures with your uh, crown of flowers. Okay, and... <laughs> to see Childish Gambino, the 1975, um, Anderson, Pac, Kid Cudi, Weezer, Tommy Impala, Billie Eilish, Maggie, Maggie Rogers, Bozzy, Ariana Grande, Khalid, Zed, like Dylan Francis, all of that itself, if you're going to buy a concert ticket to those individually, you're going to pay $700. Nah, dude, I'd rather go... I'd rather go watch Donald Glover than Childish Gambino myself. But I see where you're getting at. But yeah, so like, wow, it's kind of just like Juice World. Casey Musgraves was there. Oh my God, she had a a meme. So she goes, when I say ye, you say ha. Ye. Ha. Ye. Ha. When I say ye, you say ha. Ha. I didn't say ye. (laughs) I didn't say effing ye. And it was so funny. And it became a meme instantly i saw that when i woke up this morning and i was like i immediately sent it to charday i was like yeah hey, this is check absolutely this out. <laughs> but honestly here's the thing i always thought coachella was probably like super overpriced and all that and now that i look at it like it's definitely super overpriced but like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would go i didn't realize i really thought it was like twenty thousand bucks oh, whoa, a ticket. they got space nectar yeah what? dude rico nasty oh keelan would be pumped Dude, yeah, I would go to this. Yeah, I'm going to go in two years. Don't get me wrong. I would definitely go, but it's just so ex- Okay, like, we we had talked about it. If we could make Check that- Check West, boy. <laughs> we had talked about it. If we could make that VR thing where I can just put on my headset, boom, I'm there, sign me up. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell- This is what I'm going to say. I will have gone to Coachella by the year 2025. Look, I'm going to- I'll make that bet with you right now. All right. I'm going to have to make that program and sell it to Coachella and be like, look, think about all those people that would love to come here but can't afford it or can't do it, blah, 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 $100, they can sit and they can put on their headset and they can be there. What's up? And I'm going to make a billion dollars with a B. Dude, watch. I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm going to start saving up for this. I'm not going to go next year, but 2021, I could go. I'll I go, will have gone by 2025. I'll go by my, maybe when I graduate, I might go. So maybe 2030-ish, <laughs> you know, we're looking. I hate you. I, I mean, I guess. Okay. Yeah. There's good value other than the water's $25 a bottle for a 16 ounce. I mean, you're not wrong. Look, if I'm going to, here's the thing though. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go knowing that, yeah, I paid a thousand bucks for this VIP ticket, but I'm probably going to spend at least a thousand bucks like- in like camping, food, stuff like that See, for the weekend. Yeah, That's just going to be me celebrating something, having money to blow. Because Coachella is in the middle of a desert. Yeah. So you know it's... That's the thing. If I go there, I better have like a tent or something I can go relax in, you know? Get the cabana package or something. Honestly? See, I feel like to be comfortable, you can... Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, it's reasonable price-wise, I guess, for general admission for what all you see. To go there, but to actually enjoy yourself, you got to spend a minimum five thousand dollars. I believe it, and, and I'm and gonna to be get comfortable to... and have your own like, you know, not a porter potty. Like always, have a bathroom to go to, and you know, I'm gonna get to a point where I'm content with that. <laughs> I'm gonna get to a point where I'm content. I'm like, you know what? 
We're going to Coachella, boys. It's, yeah, it's going to be one. I uh, definitely can't now. Like, the, the oh, thought not. of that is absurd. That's like, I mean, I'm saying that's more. I make the VIP package is more than I make in a paycheck. So. I mean, yeah, same. But yeah, I don't know. When I, I feel like I'm about to be in the ages of like, I'm an adult, but I'm still, I'm a young adult still. Yeah. So I can do it. Yeah. I can do responsible things like pay a thousand bucks for a ticket to go to a festival one for a weekend. Plus it's easy. Like we, you're going to do it. You got to do it before you have kids or, you Absolutely. know, because there's no way you're going to have the money or time <laughs> or, the, or the sanity to do that. Nope. But okay. So this is the spoiler Are alert. Are you really going to spoil it? No, just turn off your heads. Oh my gosh. So uh, this is, uh, the Game of Thrones revealed the fate of Ed Sheeran's character. I didn't even know Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones. That's a lie, because he was all over Twitter. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I literally almost muted Game of Thrones G-O-T on my Twitter. Ooh, that's that's why I saw what Chris did. Yeah. It's just like, and I don't hate it. I just don't watch it. And so, but I understand it because like when I would watch The Bachelor, I would tweet about it too. So like I get it. I just don't watch it, but I'm going to. I just don't want super spoilers. But if he's on it, then I know he's going to die. I was like, this, this, the only reason I'm saying the story is because it's Ed Sheeran. Spoiler alert. So, um, yeah, spoiler alert. Um, So after Ed Sheeran made his much maligned cameo appearance during the seventh season of Game of Thrones, the HBO series has finally revealed what happened to his character. In the premiere of seasons eight, they shows the final season of Braun discovered that Eddie was a victim of dragon fire. So uh, in the season seven premiere, viewers came across Sheeran's character with Ara, and they encountered a group of Lannister soldiers on their way to King's Landing. And uh, Sharon was one of those soldiers, and much of the amusement of the viewers and his character sang a campfire song called Hands of Gold. Sharon got a, a lot of heat for his appearance, so much that he was forced to delete his Twitter account. He wrote on Instagram that he had to get it off completely because it wasn't doing anything good for anyone's sanity. And I'm going to be more present on here and work out things we can all do as a fan base. Love y'all. You all rule. Um, in the latest episode, as Braun was engaging with multiple women, the subject of the last season's battle between the Lannister army and the Targaryen forces came up, and that battle included some seriously powerful dragons, one of which apparently caught Eddie in its flames. Uh, one of the women quipped about how the boy Eddie that came back with his face burned right off, and he's got no eyelids now. Well, now we know. So, Sharon is one of the several musician cameos featured on Game of Thrones. Coldplay's Will Champion performed The Reigns of Castamere in Season 3, and Sigur Rose popped up in Season 4. And uh, what's so... The Coldplay's Will Champion, when he was played The Reigns of Castamere, the the reason that is so prevalent to me is because it's at the wedding. So... That's the Don't only say reason he got married. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's the only reason I even knew because it showed up in the rafter when he started playing the song, and I was like, "Whoa, that's wild." So, uh, yeah, that's the end of that spoiler alert. Just a little bit. I thought it was really cool because I was always wondering that. I was like, "What happened to Ed Sheeran?" Like they kind of just showed his character, and there was nothing else from it. So I was just kind of curious on what had happened. Well, he did. Now <laughs> we know. No, he's not dead. His bur- his face just got burned off. Watch, he'll probably be in the season finale. Or the series finale. I don't know. Based based upon what happened last time he was on, just from his Twitter and everybody, I don't see him coming back. But you know, 
I don't That's know. so crazy that there was that much drama from him being on a show, but okay. Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't understand it, but you know, it's whatever. Overboard, but it's fine. Well, now we're going to talk about Robert, um, the artist formerly known as R, R. Kelly. I'm not going to call him R. Kelly. He doesn't deserve that name. I'm going to call him by his, his government name, the one his mom gave him, Robert. Court documents reveal Robert has only $625 to his name. Seized funds to pay off debts have left his financial situation crumbling. As Robert continues dodging responsibility for the years of sexual abuse allegations against him, he's also swerving around his financial obligations. His lawyer admitted at a hearing that Robert's finances were a mess, so much that the disgraced R&B singer needed a friend to bail him out of jail. Which we talked about. Yeah, we talked about the first time it was his fan base that bailed him out of jail, which is disgusting. In addition to owing $160,000 in child support, which he's since paid again with the help of a friend, Robert was sued by the landlords of his Chicago studio, the warehouse location of where his so called sex cult was based, for over $200,000 in back rent. The landlord won won a $173,000 judgment, which triggered. Robert's creditor, Midwest Commercial Funding, to seize some of his bank accounts, as well as issue subpoenas to Sony, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, and Kelly's, Robert's, other banks to see uh, where they could recue their losses. So that's funny, because basically, they're kind of doing what we said they should. Mm-hmm. Take all of his, uh, trade not trademarks, but all of his like money and royalties. stuff. Royalties, yeah. And so they're suing Sony, basically, for his money. Um, as a result of the subpoenas, court documents revealed that his account at Wintrust Bank isn't c- just completely drained, but in the red with a negative balance of $13. Mm. Over $150,000 in holdings were also sucked out of Bank of America, leaving just $625 in, in his pair of accounts there. And we all know how much, the, or at least we do, understand how much those overdraft fees are. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and even with all of this, the landlord is still owed $50,000. Complex reports that they're attempting to get Sony to cover the remaining cost, though the label claims to owe no more money to Kelly. Sony cut ties with him back in January, which is good. On top of all the troubles mentioned, he's facing fines up to $66,000 per day by the city of Chicago for code violations, including building an illegal sauna and bar in the studio for which he wasn't even paying rent. Then, of course, there's the mounting legal fees. It's no wonder he's been forced to take $22,000 Paydays for a nightclub appearance. Which I'm surprised what nightclub would even want Robert to come out. Here's the thing there's people that still believe he's innocent. <sighs> um, he's been charged with 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse. So now he's facing 40 to 70 years in prison. I think it's pretty safe to say that he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. No, he's innocent. Man. See, that's what I don't. Okay, that's wild to me is that he still has like these fans coming and paying for all of his stuff. Like, okay. Yeah, there's still people on his side. Yeah, he's 52 right now, so if he gets 40 years, he'd be 92. I, 70 I is basically a life sentence for him. Oh, 40 is a life sentence for him, really. I don't think he's going to live to be 92, but it's possible. It's, uh, uh, I'm just, I'm happy that he's getting charged, and that's all. Me too. You know, he's been doing it since the freaking 90s. Yeah, he's been getting away with it for so long that it's nice to finally see um, something come of it. And uh, he's broke. Yeah. Me and Bob have more money than R. Kelly. I know. 
That's crazy. I'm richer than R. Kelly, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all of my accounts are positive, so that helps, right? You're right. Exactly. <laughs> um, on to some sports news. I don't really want to talk sports news as much as a sports story, if you don't mind. I guess. <laughs> so um, this Friday, or last past Friday, was a thing called Career Day with the Rangers. So me and uh, Kylie, one of my uh, coworkers at the station, along with Val, she came and met us there. One of her coworkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, one of our coworkers. Um, we went, and it was pretty cool. Basically, we got to, like, tour the stadium. Um, we went to the locker rooms and to the dugout, stuff like mm. that. Um, and then we got to hear some lectures. And they weren't long. They were only, like, 15 minutes, which was cool. And it was, like, six different people. And they were in different positions with the company. And basically, they were kind of just talking about how they got to where they are. And... Um, they like all open the floor for questioning just to like kind of ask like how you know just like to give us advice and stuff and yeah. it was really cool to like talk to them and um kind of get to see like how they got to where they are i you know i do the sports news every week on the podcast and like i i want to go into sports um as a job sports marketing sports advertising i would love to i just didn't know if i would be able to just even that sports radio man well honestly yeah i might apply for that too but i just didn't know if i could because i don't have a sports background or a sports emphasis anywhere in my major but it made me feel kind of more clear like like i could do it you know um and then they gave us some good resources to check out and so that was really fun um, and then, so we got all of that, and then we got to go to the game Friday night. And so at the game, well, at the, like, lecture seminar thing, um, they basically were like, so, you know, we have randomly selected a winner, or not a winner, but we've randomly selected someone to deliver the game ball to the mound uh, before the game starts today. And so they go, um, and we selected Chardin Murray, and I was like, who's that i was like that's me and so i raised my hand and let it go all my contact info and everything and so um we like went to go eat grubbed on some chicken wings over at texas live it was really good how awkward would it have been if there was another chardonnay murray and they're like ooh, so uncomfortable chardonnay l murray i would have <sighs> tackled her i'm like eat um but yeah and so we went over to texas live great food um, I got some chicken wings. Yeah, you were saying they were like really good chicken they were wings. Really which good. I'm kind of jealous because I love wings, and there's really I not like a wing. I mean, we got wing stop. Yeah, wing stop, right but like no, but these chicken but wings were huge. I want to go to like a bar where or a sports bar where I can watch, you know, something, and then exactly. just eat me some wings. And like the screen there, it was so literally we we're like, and we were almost sitting kind of in a corner, but still like this whole back wall, like where the bar and stuff is. Number one, it's like two or three floors, so it goes oh, up okay, high. Yeah. And then the whole wall is TV screens. Wilding. So, like, we were watching the Masters. Like, we saw Tiger on the uh, TV. Which so. I'm actually surprised. I think that's his fifth Masters. It's his fifth Masters, his, like, 15th major. Which so. I, I, did, I can honestly say, after everything that's happened, yeah. I did not anticipate him coming back Me and winning neither. a Masters. That's why I was, like, I was, like, watching it. And I was, like, man... I've always rooted for I've rooted for him since I was a young kid. Yeah, me too. So it was like grandma. that nostalgia in me. I was like, yeah, come on, that'd be awesome to see him win the Masters. And he ended and up winning. He did. So yeah. I was like, Ooh. so congrats to Tiger. There's our sports news. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods won his fifteenth Master, uh, fifth Masters, fifteenth major. Um, 
But so, yeah, we watched that. And then, you know, I get this text and it's like, hey, meet us down at uh, Guest Relations at like 625. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go down there and then um, we uh, like get to stand on the field, dude. And like we're on the field, we're on deck and we're like looking at everybody. We like players are warming up right there. I was like 20 feet away from Elvis Andrews. I saw Joey Gallo bat. Oh, he is a beautiful man. Um, and Marcus Simeon from the A's. He's also a very beautiful man with very pretty eyes. But anyways, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> there was a problem. <laughs> but so, yeah, I got to, like, deliver the game ball to the mound. And it was super, super cool. They said, um, they pronounced my name right, but they said I was from Tarleton, Texas. Where's that? Yeah. Is that Stephenville University? So one of my friends, he like made fun of me. He like I put because I put a video on Twitter. Follow me at Char Dangerous S H A R Dangerous, and um, he like he was like Tarleton, Texas, huh? And I was like, yeah, in Stephenville, America. <laughs> but it was super cool. I got to go up on the mound and like be on the field. I got to hang out with Captain, which is the mascot. Super dope. He doesn't talk. They don't. I talk. I don't know if Captain's a boy. I'm assuming it's a man. But like they doesn't talk. We don't know. Don't you just know what his voice gender. No, I didn't assume his gender. That's what I'm saying. I like don't know. I'm a. I don't know, but um, d- won't talk at all. <laughs> I think that's a, like the whole point of a yeah, mascot. It is, but it was funny, and um, we woed together, and then I woed when I put the ball down. You know that dance, the woe. No, it's like the. Oh, that's a dance. No, I, no, I mean, I've not, seen it. I just. I it's not know. really a dance. It's more of just like a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's understandable. It's understandable. like a thing that you just do. Like you're just chilling and then you're like and then you go back to it. But anyways, yeah, and so Saturday was super freaking cool. I mean, we lost and we were up 6 to 1 ended up being 6 to 8. Who who were they playing? The A's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kylie was like, "How do you lose to the A's?" And I was like, "Unfortunately, we just witnessed it." Um very carefully. <laughs> yeah right with a lot of errors but then so saturday so like for friday's game we were up in like the 300s right yeah saturday we got they were the tickets were for val's birthday they were from her parents and they were going to come and meet us uh, but the weather was really bad so they were like no we're not going to drive like you guys have fun though the game ended up getting canceled anyways but we were literally in section 21 bro like our row 16 like, we were 16 rows away from the field. Heck yeah. Super amazing seats, and the game gets canceled. <laughs> well, did they at least, like, uh, I don't know, well, offer you? Well, let me go back. They didn't cancel it. They postponed it. Okay. So, the they've rescheduled the game for, like, June 8th at, like, 1.05 in the afternoon. It's going to be a doubleheader. Um, and... We get those same exact seats, and I'm going to see if maybe, like, we can try and, like, probably probably get some not-as-good seats, but um, for the game afterwards, and then maybe just stay at the park all day, have a good Saturday, so... Just kind of hang out. Yeah, but uh, that's my sports news. It was a good weekend. So were you trying to tell me that you were on the ESPN? I might have been. No, Fox Sports Southwest. Oh, okay. Well, I know that... There's so many baseball games that go on at the same time. I feel like the only ones I ever see are either Rangers or 
the Astros simply because we live in Texas. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I know when I'm, like, I'm just, like, already preemptively thinking, and I'm like, man, next sports season, I might have to actually go to, like, because my dad, him, and my stepmom, every, like, Sunday for NFL football, they would get up Mm -hmm. and, like, they'd probably have breakfast, but then they would go, like, around noon or so, they would go to, like, uh, B-dubs and... So eat wings and watch the game yeah. and like usually i would just like chill at home and then watch the game you know but like i might have to actually like go to a sports bar to watch one just because you know and like i feel like the cowboys you can pretty much get on every channel just because they're america's team but you never know it, it, this is the year right you know <laughs> yeah like, I say it every year because I'm a Cowboys fan and that's something we do. But Jay Witt is back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll see how it goes, I guess. Best of luck to y'all. Honestly, look here. The matchup of Jason Witten and J.J. Watt, I don't think we ever played the Texans. But if we do, that would be epic and you know it. That J.J. Swat. That would be a really good matchup. All right, I guess we'll just have to wait till next year to find we'll out. We'll have to wait until see when the schedule comes out. Yeah, we'll just have to wait till the Super Bowl when it's uh, Dallas versus uh, Houston, right? Yeah, <laughs> Battle of Texas. There you go. All right, well, I think that wraps up for everything for this week. So I think so. So make sure to keep up with us next week for another episode of Wave, Wave of, of the, the Planet. Planet. Thank you for listening to this week's broadcast of Wave of the Planet. Want to keep up with all the shows on KXTR? Go to KXTR.com. Keep up to date by following us on social media at The Planet 100.7 and follow Wave of the Planet anywhere you listen to podcasts. This has been Wave of the Planet on KXTR 100.7 FM.